Horror. Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we review and reanimate the Zomrom-Com Shaun of the Dead, one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm Nick Jimenez. And today we are taking a bite out of Minute 21, which begins with Sean telling Ed what Liz told him and ends <laughs> with uh, Sean saying, yeah, but Big Al also says that dogs can't look up. So Sean is uh, is telling Ed about what Liz said about like you know these saddled fuckers. Um, she doesn't want to end mm-hmm. up like these people, and uh, and <laughs> I love that Ed is when he hears this, he's really like legitimately taken aback. <laughs> yeah, like that. Like that was never a reason he would have guessed. Right. Like what. I I can't believe she would say something like that. Like, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, and then he starts to defend the people in the Winchester by uh, telling Sean that they are rich, interesting characters. Yeah, it's such an interesting compliment. <laughs> rich, interesting characters. Uh, and then we are introduced to our first of these rich, interesting characters, Snake Hips. <laughs> yeah, it it you know this is kind of the most this is kind of the closest that Wright leans into like Guy Ritchie m- mood. Oh, interesting. You know, like like, okay. like that kind of part of because I think so much of you know m- more than like the crime aspects. I I, I really um I, I I think like the cool thing about Guy Ritchie is he seems so in love with that kind of art of verbal English storytelling. Mm. Where, like, you know, people kind of do have their own mythologies, they have their own histories, and it accumulates, and yeah, a lot of it's gossip, and most of it is done, like, over the pub, but, like, it does become part of, like, the sort of, uh, the, the society's, you know, mythology, mm-hmm. and and I don't know, like, like watching the Winchester, and, like, the people inside the Winchester, and, like, they all have nicknames, like, Snake Hips, and, like, Big Owl, it just, yeah, it has a kind of, like, a Guy Ritchie feel for me. Yeah, well, I mean, it 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 reminds me of um the the guy and the dog and the lottery ticket in Spaced, um, right? Yeah, like it has that kind of urban legend feel. Right, right, exactly. Um, I I think that um I don't know, like all of these all of these characters are 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 interesting, and it, it's especially interesting because. Like you know, they're all really sad. Like even the, even the fact that um. Even the stories that he's telling aren't – they're interesting stories, but it doesn't make them people that you want to, like, hang out with. Yeah, they're not like Tales of Glory. No. <laughs> no. Not at all. <laughs> um, yeah, so we, it, it, it's cool. It, it, it becomes kind of – I'm what I'm curious is, like, you know, to get inside of Nick Frost's head. Like, I wonder if it ever was about defending – 
the people in the bar or if it was just like a, a little an, another Clyde impression like oh I know it'll make him laugh if I like riff on these like bar patrons yeah I, I think it's definitely that it's also mm-hmm. it's also the closest that I've ever seen a movie get to becoming a minute like a movies by minute podcast <laughs> Because, I mean, they're literally, like, commenting on people in the background and making up stories about them. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. This is kind of, like, yeah, pri- primordial Star Wars minute. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just, yeah, wow, yeah. I guess, yeah, I never thought about it, but the Winchester is is very much like the cantina of the movie. Yeah, a little bit, sure. Um, so we Hip have... Eyes, Snake Hips is like uh, that one guy with the devil horns. Of course, of course. Uh, so snake hips. Uh, one of the one of the the parts of uh, snake's hips uh, backstory that uh, Ed describes here. He uh, killed his first wife with a draft excluder, and I I I I didn't know what that was, so I looked it up. This is a very very specific <laughs> murder weapon because. Okay. A draft excluder is like a strip that you put in your window to keep to like tighten up the the window so that there's less of a draft coming in. Hmm. Oh wow. Oh yeah. Okay. So th- I'm sorry. I was picturing like an auto tool or something in my head, and then I googled it, and there are draft excluders that are in the shape of like really long puppies and cats. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so, like, it's not a very... I, I, I was thinking of something more, like, metal and gnarled, like a like a draft excluder. I don't know. And so I was surprised when it was, like, kind of looks like a doorstop. Yeah, no, it's a thing that you put in your window to keep out the draft. Whoa. When I Googled it, these are all, like, blocking doors. Yeah, it, it can go in your door, too. Um, But it's... But that's what it is. Yeah, the thing that you're looking at, it's still a strip. It's just that it's, like, for a kid's door. Okay. Um, and so yeah, like the like that strip is you put it under the door to keep mm-hmm. out the draft, like to block up that extra space. But yeah, it's for doors and windows. It's for both. Um gotcha. And apparently uh yeah. Murdering. Murdering. Uh used it used it to kill somebody. It's very specific. Uh I am Yeah. I, I, honestly, I think uh I think Ed should really look into uh uh Crime fiction possibly oh. um yeah i was good well i was gonna say improv the fact that he could like come up with that just on the yeah. fly like so specific yeah uh, details are always uh a plus yeah think geek uh think geek sells a uh sonic screwdriver draft excluder <laughs> <laughs> i think that might be the you know like there's 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 geeky yeah, like if you have a kid that really loves Doctor Who, I don't think that there's and hates wrong with drafts and hates drafts. <laughs> yeah, all the pictures are for uh, are with doors, but um, when you look Gosh. at it on Amazon, it's for doors and windows. I put up with so much. The, I, the when, if if I've lived in places where my door <laughs> has a draft, and it never once occurred to me that I could go out and buy something to like block just the draft. Stop it. Just block it. I was like, well, this is part of being alive. <laughs> it's the price I pay. 
Yeah, I've never, I'd never heard of this before, uh, a draft excluder, because it, it's never, I'm with you. Because, like, when I think of blocking the bottom of my door, it makes me think of, like... Like a jacket. Yeah, well, or, like, like you, like, stuff a towel or something. Yeah, um, yeah, when you're smoking and you don't want the, like, you know, that old trick. I mean, I don't know anything about that, but... Uh, <laughs> you never did but, that when you were growing up as a kid? I don't smoke. Oh, that's true. <laughs> you used to smoke cigarettes, though, when you were like a teenager, right? No. Really? Okay. Okay. I thought I heard you told me that once. No. Okay. Well, I don't know. You were in high school. You hung out with bands and stuff. People smoke cigarettes. Yeah, but I, I, was, I was always a straight edge kid. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's so, true. You, you also told me that once. Yeah. Um, uh, so anyway. Yeah, draft exclusive. Yeah, so that, yeah, that was... So that, I think that would have gotten a laugh, I think, but... It's a little less dark that he's just a weird, like, kind of... They cast uh, the perfect-looking snake hips. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. In the, in the script, it calls for uh, a mullet-haired 50-something. Yeah. So, well, nailed it. Nailed it. I mean, he's super... You know, you remember him... You remember his boots. You remember his, like, whole look. I'm, I, I'm always so interested in, like, who these people are. You know, like mm-hmm. that they just came in from a casting call and just had like exactly like the right look, like the uh, the Caucasian maniac. <laughs> right, our next one, uh, Caucasian maniac. Who that that phrase and and uh, Peg's break mm-hmm. of of laughing. Um, that's uh, real because that is not in the script. That's something that Nick Frost came up with on the day. Oh, that's fun, man! You don't hear about improv- improvisation on Edgar Wright movies a lot. Yeah, because typically, um, if you do improv, only one, maybe two things end up getting in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know on Baby Driver, the uh, the Atlanta twins um, in Baby Driver, uh, they got a line in, right? Yeah, and that we he, won't spoil here, in case right? Right, um, and 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 he made like a really big deal about it on the commentary. He's like, "Yeah, no, that never happens." So the fact that they got they wanted more than that in, and they tried a bunch of stuff, and they only got one in, and they were really bummed about that. But I had to explain to them that no one ever gets improv in, so <laughs> <laughs> they should be happy that they got one thing in. Yeah, it it, it I mean it's just adds to that natural camaraderie and chemistry that they have, right? Yeah, it makes the it makes the scene the scene feel really natural. Yeah, um, this is a hard. These are hard scenes to not have feel very like contrived. Mm-hmm. It just I feel like yeah, it is so easy to go into that kind of like bad sitcom territory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, and it's also important to note that uh, this this scene is very similar to a scene that we get in Hot Fuzz. Uh, where right. Danny is asking about uh, about uh, Nicholas's background, his history of becoming a police officer, mm-hmm. um, and uh, we get that great Kermit joke. Um, but yeah, so that so this is scene is like kind of similar to that scene, and then they made a whole movie full of this these scenes in uh, the World's <laughs> End. Yeah, this, it it's. It's great. Yeah, you know, we 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 haven't really talked about it, but he does seem right does seem to have kind of a natural affinity for that that shade of of British like pub culture. Mhm. Mhm. 
Something else I really like about this scene too is uh, in the other scenes, they or in the other movies in during this scene, uh, it's always like a packed house, so they're just talking. Mm-hmm. What I love about this scene is that they're whispering through the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, it just adds to the the mood. Yeah, because they're um, you know, the Winchester's closed. We saw them lock up. Uh, yeah, and- these are these are like you know, Norm and Cliff and like, these are the right. Well, the and, group. and it's just, it's a bunch of, it's the, those last patrons and they're all finishing their last round, mm-hmm. uh, before, before leaving. Cause I mean, you're not going to turn them down for a last round. Like you want the money, but then once you do that last round, you gotta, you gotta wait for them to finish their drink. Um, mm-hmm. so it's, uh, it's good, but this, uh, I, I, I'm a big fan of the fact that, um, you know, Sean and Ed are just, they're just drinking pints, but yeah. everyone else seems to be drinking whiskey. Uh, yeah, which... <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, it's a fun little detail. Yeah. That, like, like the, the, you know, they're, they're just out, having. they're just out having fun. And so they're drinking beer, but these are all like, no, serious, we need this. These are all like seriously sad, broken people that are, <laughs> Their last call is whiskey. Snake Hip seems like he's got he, he's got a good feeling about tonight. Yeah, but with about what? Like I don't I don't, I don't it's, know. It's three a.m. Like what? I'm gonna go to bed after this. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. know. Sleep until noon tomorrow <laughs> for old Snake Hips. Uh, but I I do the the Irish spinster as she's credited in the script. Oh really? Um, yeah, she's uh, she's really great because she, the way that she is like just carefully trying to get the whiskey to her mouth. Oh, um, it's it's great. It's, it's oh man, it's the most depressed. It's, it's heavy. A, it's yeah, it's really heavy. Like she's, it's a really depressing, like drunk person. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's like a background extra in like a Tom Waits video. Mm-hmm. It's the kind of um. It's the kind of alcoholic that you don't see a lot in pop culture. Uh, sure, yeah, but like the the re- the real like the kind of the kind of like funny. quiet, you know, introvert alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Uh, We're like, oh, this doesn't make you like the life of the party. It just just it's a sedation, right? It's just it's literally you know giving you an ex- an escape from your life, and you're not doing anything else with it as a result. Uh, yeah, that's what it, that, I mean, that's, that's kind of what's going on here. And I, I applaud them for including that, uh, type of alcoholic mm-hmm. in this. Cause you've got, you've got the social al- alcoholic in, uh, in yeah. snake hips. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's just got no one. You could tell that if, if, if one of them were to walk over there, he would, he would tell them a grand old tale. Oh yeah. No, this guy was Matthew McConaughey in the seventies. That man's uh, he's an intelligent guy. He's in charge of the marketing for wild Turkey now. Oh, is he really? I know there's a commercial that they won't stop playing on Hulu where he's just like, we didn't set out to make a hit. We just, we just made some whiskey. Yeah, cool, <laughs> man. <laughs> one, one little uh, detail that they cut out mm-hmm. is when uh, we talk about John, the, the barkeep. Uh, right. He is, in the script, Ed has nicknamed him The Barrel. <laughs> That's a great nickname. I know. 
And and really, it, it's fun because it does a couple of things. So like mm-hmm. one, this guy, I mean, yeah, he's he's shaped he, like he, a barrel. Yeah, yeah, he's just very like stout and sturdy and round. Yeah, but then he's also later uh, during the don't don't stop me now sequence, he's got padding on that makes him look even more like a barrel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he just looks puffy. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he does look. I never thought about that before, but of course he's wearing padding. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, I, I really wish they had kept in that his, his name is The Barrel. The Barrel! When John, he, like, comes back. John The Barrel. Oh, man. In, like, the, uh, in, like, the, the 1632-bit Flash version of Shaun of the Dead, The Barrel is absolutely, like, the second-to-last boss. Mm-hmm. Totally. I also... Pete would be the boss after that. Uh, I also need to call out The Barrel. Uh, okay. Because... Why is he prepping lemons for the next day? Hey, hey, those are for him. Oh, those are for him. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, they're making, just for his, maybe. making some lemonade for the morning. <laughs> yeah, or some people, you know, some people put it in their water. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, I I, I think he's doing. I think part of his closing prep is that he he preps the lemons for the next day, and I oh, and like wraps them. Yeah. Actually, now that I think about it, I used to do that when I worked at a restaurant. Yeah, see, that's not that's not okay. Do that, do that crap in the morning, so they're at least. I didn't. Like, it wasn't my idea. I was told. No, to. I know. I'm not blaming you. 19. I know. Okay, I know you weren't. I, just, <laughs> I got defensive. <laughs> I was um, only doing my job. Did I did I mention the fact that the barrel here he looks like uh, like exactly like an old boss of mine? Really? From, yeah, yeah. From, when from I what, remember when job? I managed that uh, that art cinema. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So the owner of the art cinema, uh, his name was Ron, and he looked exactly like this. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. So like when I saw this movie, I was like, oh my god, what? <laughs> Did, is, was he in this movie? What? what? Um, yeah. He so exactly like that. In the in in the in the running the the reoccurring theme of me uh, deeply misunderstanding just logical parts of this movie, not even like thematic stuff. <laughs> sure. Uh, I okay, so I, I have a question for you. Who who is Big Al? I don't know. It's not because him. the I know I know the first couple of times I thought that 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 John was I thought Big Al was also the bartender or that the bartender also thought dogs couldn't look up. Like in my head, whenever they go back to like dogs can't look up, yes again, they're always talking about that guy. But now I know that's that's not true, and that can't be true. Yeah. So it's weird. Like, is Big Al, is he, do you, he's do you just, think he's he, part he's of apparently, the crew? He's the Winchester gossip, apparently. He's the, uh, he's, he's the chronicler. Yeah, he is never seen, actually seen in the film. They just talk about him. But yeah, he's, uh, mm. he's apparently just the, uh, the rumor creator uh, at the Winchester. So he's like the Winchester gossip. He's, he's um, the one that's always like telling stories and. Well, he, you know. This that guy was right. Dead once, dead for two minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, man, headcanon. I think Big Al should be Jim Broadbent. Really, Jim Broadbent. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. He never really gets to play like a lush or like a like a like a blue collar guy anymore. Hmm. I feel like every time I see him now, he's playing someone like a like a professor or like a retiring professor. Interesting. Um. In uh, in 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 my mind, um, mm-hmm. I think it should be uh, since we never see him, 
and yeah. uh, just to just to sort of keep the um I don't know the trend alive I guess uh, I think Big Al is Roger Moore oh fun <laughs> yeah that's good yeah <laughs> Big Al is Roger everyone. Moore that's our Big head either that There's... or George or George L- Lazenby either one uh, yeah not not Sean Connery because I feel like that's that's a little uh, I don't know. That's reaching. That's it, reaching yeah, it's it's reaching. It he doesn't feel like a big Al, but but uh, George Lazenby was like actually pretty tall, so he would make mm-hmm. sense, I think, as a somebody named Big Al. He looks like a guy <laughs> that would be called Big Al, uh, and then Roger Moore could be called Big Al for other reasons. Um, I guess I guess it's funny because Big Al to me is such like a folksy <laughs> right like like lovable name and roger moore i i think until the day he died just never broke that english gentleman look that vibe oh so no like definitely the, not yeah so like that's what it, that's why it make i think that's why it's funnier actually someone that respectable hello right Good and then he's like hey big al <laughs> like what if he's called big al and, and he hates being called big al please don't call me that sean i work for the minister my name is albert <laughs> albert prince <laughs> big al i like to think that he made it out of this alive big al yeah i think yeah. so i think so um he found a way anyway so it's roger moore i think that's our head yes headcanon roger moore yeah uh right, okay so big al played by roger moore off screen uh uncredited <laughs> <laughs> uncredited unseen <laughs> yeah uncast um much much <laughs> mentioned yes so there we go your dogs can't look up, Sean. Uh, all right. Well, uh, just shout out to John's bolo tie. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. What I love about that, I love, I love when English people just blatantly rip off American culture. <laughs> yeah, kind of like out of because uh, you gotta, you can kind of tell when it is out of like a kind of fascination or affection. Uh huh. And it's like, yeah, like like how. I, I think people over there, people over there. I, I there seems to be like a lot of a nostalgic affection for like Dukes of Hazard over there, right? That I don't even think we have, but I, I do think it because it it paints such a romantic v- version of like like weird seventies America. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, he's got the he's got the tips. He's got the wing tips, yeah. and then the any which way but loose kind of falls under that that same. That's like true. Umbrella. I wonder what. Well, maybe maybe that's just Edgar Wright because, or or just Simon Pegg. Yeah, because no, because, be... because because uh, uh, the the um, Dukes of Hazard was on uh, Spaced, and then we have mm-hmm. uh, we have Every Which Way But Loose here, and we've got this bolo tie, and I don't know. The, the Buttermans are very much fans of uh, westerns and cowboy stuff, right? Very true. So there you go. Maybe that's what it is. And Edgar Wright's first film. A Western. Western. Yeah. See, well, these are the we... questions we would ask if we ever, people were like, hey, what would you, no, I just want to see what is. Yeah, see, I think I would have just like a bunch of little questions. Yeah. I don't know that I would, I could just like get in front of him and ask one question, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I'd want to like What's hang your out, advice have a drink, for getting into the industry? ask a few questions, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, hi, okay, I'm well, a director yeah. as well, and I would I'm like to know. <laughs> 
you have any thoughts about making your first film? It's like, wait, I thought when you I, said you were a director. You're making so you haven't made a film yet, but you're calling yourself a director? Wow, really when interesting. I, when I first moved to LA, I was so I was astounded by how often places like the landmark or the arc light would do Q and A's with like the cast and crew of the movies. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. I can just go to the movie and they're just there afterwards. It's okay. And then I, I did it once and it was just so fucking like soul crushing. Because <laughs> it's just, it's just every person is like, hi, I'm a writer. Hi, I'm a director. It's like, what do you look for when you get a script? I'm just like, oh, Jesus, I can't. And they're like, you can see the person kind of like trying to make the most of it. And I'm, like, I'm never doing yeah. this again. Yeah. Please, please read my script, please. Yeah, I have a copy of my script. Can I give it to you after the after it's the half Q&A? throws it? Yeah, <laughs> please take this. Slams on the- <laughs> here. You He's throw here. this out. You're a thud on the floor. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, <laughs> we'll we'll uh, if we'll if you take back. nothing else out of this show, uh, don't be that guy. Don't don't be yeah. the person who goes to the Q and A and talks about themselves. Um, don't do that. Yeah. Hashtag ask them more. Yeah, ask them. Actually ask them a question that you're going to learn something of that you can use yourself. Like do, yeah. do that. But don't be, don't try to like, hi, I'm a peer. And <laughs> we're, yeah, you we're are equal. You, you are equals in that, you know, we're both fellow travelers to the grave <laughs> as Mr. Dickens said, but yeah, don't do that. Don't be that person, yeah. please. Um, for the sake of for the sake of yourself and everyone yeah. else at the Q and A, don't do that. Yeah. They're not better than you. If it's about that, you, <laughs> that doesn't need to be a, a thing you're worried about. <laughs> cool, Hi, you're not better than me. <laughs> <laughs> I just needed you to know that for me. Was that a question? No. <laughs> Was that a question? <laughs> Uh, all right. Okay. Well, now we have. <laughs> we will. Uh, we will be back. Tell tell us about your uh, Q and A horror stories at the Cornetto yeah. Minute Listeners Pub on Facebook. Uh, our our group there. It's a closed group, so if you search for it, you do have to uh, request membership. But as long as you don't look like a like a bot or spam, we'll let you in. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it, and it's a hundred percent. It's like 98% just to keep out bots. Yeah. Really. We're just, we're just keeping out the riffraff. So, um, so yeah, so do that. Uh, join the, join the group. Lots of really great discussion going on over there and, uh, it's, it's well worth your time and we will be back tomorrow with minute 22. In the meantime, let's all have a nice cold pint and wait for all of this to blow over. Bye. 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 Bye.